4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Andrew, Andrew, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Marn. Uh, so I'm playing through an alternate reality game, and there's a number station puzzle that we just can't solve. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I tried everything else, and I figured that the best way to solve it would be to get into its head and think like a number station. I've been saying numbers into microphones for hours. Okay, well, I, I think I have a better idea. What's that? You could just listen to the Argonauts podcast. Every two weeks, I could let you know the ins and outs of old args and give you a deep dive on how they were created. Uh, do you think we could like have a nuanced discussion about game-making philosophy and how cultures around games have changed as well? Yeah, and you can definitely continue to fail to solve old args along the way. Well, it sure would be cool if that was a podcast you could find to bung with a bunch of other great shows over on the Moonshot Network. You know, it sure would. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for the invite. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get back to this, though. 23. 19. Okay. Riley. Yeah, Andrew. Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but what would it be about? Well, it has been so long since I've been in this driver's seat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel welcome like, home. How you, how's it going? <laughs> I feel like I have not podcasted in ages. Um, <laughs> between I, I, I had to go out of town last week for work, which is... Have you ever traveled for work? I actually have never traveled for work. There was a small chance that I, would, I might have been able to go to an E3 when I worked at a game store, but Ooh. that fell through. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I've never traveled for work. How is it? Is it good? Do you like it? Would you recommend it? Look, you get to travel somewhere for free, which is cool. Always good. Uh, I got to, I got to go to San Diego on, on a, a company that I don't like's dime. Um, <laughs> and so... That's too harsh, but I, I, you know, I got to go, I got to go for free out to San Diego, which I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, and the only payback is I had to go into an office five days. Yeah. And was it like hard office work or was it like kicking it? It was kind of kicking it. Here's the deal. So I work, I work (laughs) I work in quality assurance. And so my job is to take completed code and like deploy it, make sure it runs right, and then go through and make sure it does what people say it does, right? Easy enough. That makes sense. Perfect sense. If the, if the ticket says, I've turned the website blue and added the ability to click on a button that makes a loud blaring noise, my job is to look at the web page and say, is it blue? When I click on the button, do I lose my ears, right? That makes sense. Yeah, I follow, I'm following. This, yeah. this, this is all clear to me. So they flew my team out. Uh, we do deeper work than that, but we I, I, I'm working with a team that does like internal tools at our company. And 
we were basically going over what our product infrastructure was going to look like for the next three months to the end of the year. Let's let's figure out what we're going to be working on, present it to the the head of development, and then hit the ground running and set a plan up for doing that. All right. Right? Yes, yes. yes. Again, this makes sense. Easy, easier to do if we're all in, a, in the same room instead of trying to like coordinate Zoom, Zoom calls, things like that. We can just grab a conference room for a couple days, figure this all out, right? Easy peasy. I'm on this team, but I'm in QA. I can't make anything. I don't. So, yeah, you're just anything. like somebody will hand you their little plate. You're the you are a judge on a cooking show, right? I'm a judge. I'm a judge on a cooking show, and right now we are figuring out what ingredients we should buy so that people can event so that people can make dishes to a specification later. We're like three steps removed from where I am to the point that I'm like, oh, you're gonna touch this product. We should probably run regression testing. That's my input for the week. <laughs> it's very much like, oh, okay. Um, have you all considered that when you build this, you should build it uh, so that it works and so that it doesn't not work? Great, thanks. I'm gonna go back to the hotel. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a fucking date with the bar. <laughs> it it really was like, oh yeah, like. <clears throat> My the the team was putting this together and they were just like yeah we we talked about getting all the people to fly out and I was like are you including me and they were like yeah and I was like oh okay why are I don't you know including why. me <laughs> and then I went and I'm still not sure why I kind of sat in conference rooms while other people talked about like uh computer infrastructure and software infrastructure and deployment pipelines and like doing very good very neat work that I don't really contribute to just not involved with this is the dream this is perfect you've achieved it <laughs> you just get a fucking chill like what else could you want uh to to not be in an office while i do it because i'm sitting there the thing is you're you're ignoring the guilt oh uh, you feel guilt yes 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 i i feel like at any moment they're gonna turn to me and say so what do you think andrew and i'm gonna say i don't know <laughs> what are we doing here. i i sorry i've zoned out for the past 48 hours <laughs> i know that it's wednesday and we've been in these rooms for the past three days what are we doing <laughs> what i know for certain is it's wednesday <laughs> something for backups i think i look i'm i'm not sure what's happening here Oh God! So so that's that's a good time. Like still fine. Guilt aside, you can push that to the side. You can you 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 get to you get to. Is how is California? I've never been. California is a godless land. Yeah, that makes um, sense. It's like the Indiana of the of the West, right? <laughs> Just I, desert instead of bad interstates. <laughs> no, don't worry. They got bad roads too. Oh, good. <laughs> It's just traffic as far as the eye can see. Uh, no, I, I, California was wild. Um, I work for a tech company, so I kind of stayed in like the tech company hub. So it's just like, wow, there's money everywhere. I hate it. <laughs> just everyone it just plays fucking lousy with money. Basically, it is weird to be so different from my coworkers. 
<laughs> and just like attitudes about like money and about like where like I I I would say like where should I go? And they were like, oh, here are four cool places that you can go. Um, and then I, I met up with a, a, a listener and friend of the network, uh, Sylvie, at one point. And I was like, hey, people have told me these four places that I could go to. Should I go there or will they just make me mad? And they're just like, oh, they're just going to make you mad. Um, <laughs> infuriate you. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I had a re-radicalizing moment a couple weeks ago when I, uh, I went to a beach town near here and the public access beach was like just toe to tip full of people. And it was, uh, it felt like not even as, as wide as a, a football field is like, uh-huh. not like the hundred yards, yeah. but like the other way. Right. Yeah. 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 I follow, I follow, I follow. Not, e- not even that wide of like public beach going out. And you just look down to the left at as far as the eye can see as public beaches. And you look down to the right and as far as the eye can see as public beach or private beaches. And I was just like, man, I could throw a Molotov cocktail right now. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, tear down this fence. Just rip it down. What are they going to fucking do? <laughs> There that, are more of you than there are of them. <laughs> that felt like California to me. <laughs> and and I I I I know it's a big city. I expected people to be nicer, which I think is dumb no, of me. No, that's but you're I, from the Midwest, baby. Like that's yeah, that's what I, we are here. That's the special thing about us. I look. I've been to Chicago. Don't pat yourself too hard on the back, okay? Chicago like, is the nicest mid, the nicest city. It is the nicest big city. Yeah, y'all still assholes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Like I, I was just kind of like, oh, I for some reason I had it in my head that like this isn't like New York, like businessy angry people. These are gonna be chill surfer people, and no, people were still kind of assholes. It was, it was, it was a weird culture shock. I did feel like, oh, little country boys going out to the big city. Oh, I love that you were like, I've seen Lords of Dogtown. I know what California's like. Yeah, I'm thirty. I know better than this. I don't know why I was surprised. Oh, buddy. Well, I'm. I'm sorry that those mean city slickers. Those mean city slickers, they were so rude to me. It truly is a land that God forgot. I understand. I'm now a proud supporter of California Exit. <laughs> I, I mean, that, I have, that's but, what this podcast is now about. We are now a pro-California Exit podcast. Listen, as a California and New York hater, I, I do understand what you're saying and support you to a degree. <laughs> I had a pretty pretty peaceful week. I, I hung out. I played the new uh, uh, Bethesda game. Uh, I put into focus the things I like about Baldur's Gate 3 instead. And I've ended by going back to playing Armored Core. So I've, <laughs> I've had an exciting little trip. I, I have rearranged my desk. And that's it. I didn't have anything yeah. wrong go last week. Nothing went wrong last week, Andrew. That was actually a big thing. I'm, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm so happy. The house is still standing. The owls ate the rats. The, I don't know if the owls ate the squirrels. 
but okay. I had I did see two owls, and that was very cool. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm glad that the, the the mice ate the termites, and then the owls ate the mice, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna hunt down those owls. <laughs> I've been reading. This actually brings me to a podcast suggestion that I had thought of today, Andrew. Today I started okay. reading a little manga called Dungeon Meshi. Yeah, I I am now. Let me open up freemanga.org and see exactly where I am. <laughs> I'm in chapter uh, 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 13. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in book 13 there. Like 13th one of those fuckers. Uh, okay, I know it's not good. issues, but I've never actually read a manga before, like legit ever. Chapter. And so I, I don't know the exact terminology here. It's a chapter. Chapter. That's a good fucking. That's a good little story there. <laughs> I've enjoyed yeah, that it, a lot. It, it really is. I really like it. I I uh, I I did the thing where I caught up to it, and apparently it was right before the ending. So like now I have to figure out where I left off or just reread the whole thing. And I might just reread the whole thing. Which brings me to a uh, my podcast idea, Andrew. I've been listening to Hello Hyrule. I, I've heard about I Choose You. These are podcasts that do ask like, what do you think this thing tastes like? Mm-hmm. And I know you, Andrew. Do you have a Magic the Gathering deck around by you? You know I do. Can you grab that? I want you to shuffle it. And I want you to draw five cards. And then I want you to pick one of those cards and the image on that card. And we're going to figure out what it tastes, what that image, what that creature in that image would taste like. Now you oh, play a here's... control deck mm. and not <laughs> not what I often play, which are which are green decks full of animals yeah, you and play, beasts. You play big green animal decks. I got to tell you, this is a black, uh, black blue uh, <laughs> giant artifact creatures deck. This is what? my Pacific Rim deck. All right. right? All right. I use a ninjutsu commander to say, oh, that thopter, it's not actually a thopter. Turns out it's a cityscape leveler. Take eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to find something in here to eat. <laughs> Let's see. What have I got? I'm just going to go from the top. Uh, you said go for five. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Islands, probably yucky. Yep. Uh, that's a sorcery. One with the machine. Can't eat that. Island. Drowned catacomb. Going to be grosser. All right. I got a Eldrazi. This is the oh. deceiver of form. Um, Dece- do you say besieger of form? Deceiver, like it's gonna lie oh, to you about what it really deceiver. is. Deceiver. Okay, I want I want to pull it up. I want to I want to look look at this thing. This is it off is the a, oath of Gatewatch, right? Uh, probably. It is a big, uh, a big. It's like more tentacle than it is uh, body. Um, mm-hmm. Just a big writhing guy. I think that you could slice this thing up, fry it up like octopus. I think you're right. I've got a big picture of it in front of me right now. I, I've blown it up as big as I can. Um, this guy, it, it's very pointy. Uh, but here's the here's the catch with it, right? Is like this this probably has a shellfish style taste. I would bet. You know I, what yeah, I mean? I, I bet. I would bet. Yeah. I bet. I bet you could cook these fuckers. I bet that like I, you have to broil them. You have to cook them fast. You have to cook them hot. Mm-hmm, and then like mm-hmm. I bet those little arms that are kind of like tucked into the front of it. I bet you can crack those off and like. That's probably the skin probably tenderizes really well. And I bet it's like a mixture between like a, uh, a a lobster and a chicken. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a thicker, thicker than a normal fish. You know what I mean? I, I worry. I really dislike uh, like eating fried chicken. Uh-huh. I really dislike the wings. Oh, OK. What make, I, why, like, why, why make you say that? I don't like the little the little pointed ends of them. I don't like. Uh, it's just, it, it feels like it should be edible, but it never really is. That's fair. Um, yeah. 
I can get that. Not, I get that. Not like the chicken wing. If you go to B Dubs, they'll give you a chicken wing that you can eat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Another not... little piece attached. I worry yeah. that the deceiver reform. It's got. I, I worry that those arms are going to be more that than they are. It's, it's more gristle. I think. I think you have a good read there. But that back arm there, that one you can see that the muscle on it. That one. That, that one's one good you eating. tear off. That one you got going. Uh, I. I have no way how that fucking. Uh, <laughs> how those points. How those floating points above it cook, or like what the lower if there is a lower half. I guess it, that's a crab. It's a crab, isn't it? Am I looking at those legs correctly? I have no idea. I bet a crab is probably the closest human imagination you can get to it. Those things floating above it are good. Those are really good if you fry them up. The Ooh. problem is that you got to figure out a way to keep them in the bin while they fry because mm, yeah, they want to float up. out. You have to get you have to get one of those uh, like fry baskets, but flip it upside down and push it down. Exactly. Yeah, you got you, you're like yeah, you're going from above, not from below. Mm-hmm. This is it's like great. trying to fry a balloon. Yeah. So this is a podcast where I don't think we do this with magic every time. I think we have to find a new creature from a fiction from anywhere in anywhere in this wide, wide world of, of story. And we have to figure out what a thing tastes like and how I, we would prepare it. I do think that uh, that uh, magic's a bad way to go because I did just look at the next 20 cards in my deck. They are all lands uh, or big artifact creatures. So, well, give me uh, one of those um, artifact creatures. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, all let's, right. What do you think a cook. meteor golem is going to taste like? Let, let me pull uh, it up. Let me pull up an image here. Meteor, Noxious Gear Hulk. Noxious Gear Hulk is gonna gonna take you out the moment that you try to fry it. Uh, Joyra's familiar looks like it could cook okay, but it's a metal bird. It's not going to taste good. There's not meat on the inside. Foundry Inspector, don't know what that thing is. Um, yeah, meteor, meteor Golem. I'm looking it is at meteor, meteor Golem than right the other now. Golems, but it's 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 this it's this picture of like the silver silver suit of armor, fire around its arm, coming up out of the ground. Is that correct? Yeah, basically, it's like crawling out of a uh, crawling a out crater. Of a crater if it just yeah. fell off a meteor and is like, ow, fuck, geez. So I just read a chapter of Dungeon Meshi that dealt with this exact issue, Andrew. Oh, goody. How, what, how what do you the, think these things are animated? These suits, these these these, these golems. How do you think they're animated? Because you look at it, that's probably a suit of armor, right? Gathering. That. And that is probably what they assume. But you know what they did? They 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 got the helmet off of one of those bad boys. They found a seam. Get their dagger in there, crack it open. What's that? It's like a it's like a muscle that is grown in the layer of the armor. And they fuse in the joints of the armor. And then you cook that. You strip that up like a like a like an oyster. I just worry this thing has survived the fall from space. So I that's worry true. that that's like this thing already did, you know, 30,000 degrees. What am I going to do? Pop it in a fry bag? Hmm. But that maybe that's it. Maybe you're not maybe you're not cooking it in that way. Right. Maybe we're not like cooking. Maybe this is a thing that is served tartare. It is served. Oh, is ceviche. Served. We're, we're yeah. <laughs> cooking we, it we, some acids. We cool it down. That's the thing. You hit it with a bunch. You submerge it. And then it sure, boils sure, the sure. water. It cools itself down and it is no longer active. Then you could get those open. You could get the get your your utensil right between those things, like you're shucking a shucking a clam or whatever, and crack that thing open. Get in there. It's gonna have a gooey inside. And then once you pop that out, maybe you cook it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just ceviche <sighs> meteor. I think this could work. I see. Again, we're we're getting there. What, what other game would you? I guess Andrew, do you have a Digimon deck around you? Uh, no, I got it on a shelf over there. Yep, my mine is downstairs. Otherwise, I would I would I would draw up a Digimon or a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I know you I have, have One Piece decks by you, but those are all people. I actually don't own any One Piece cards. I want to get into that. They 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 I don't they're not sold around me. I guess I've never found one. 
Um, I have a Paldean Whooper card right next to me. If you bite a Paldean Whooper, it will kill you. <laughs> Those are just little guys, ain't they? They're just like, yeah, they're these little freaks. Yeah, but it's Paldean Whooper. It's a ground poison type. It's made of dirt and piss. I think you could do something with that. This is this is just I choose you. This one does exist. We yeah, have to see this one. Yeah, we we do have to concede that this is a podcast that does exist. Booster booster pack opening simulator Digimon the card game for edibility. Riley, I got I got something near me that is also edible. Yeah, hit me. I don't know if you know this. I became a dad over the week. Oh, congratulations! How's fatherhood treating you? It's treating me very well. Um, I have a a little. I have a little fish tank that has two snails and two shrimps in it. How <laughs> that that's incredible. Are are they are they going well? Are they having I, a good time? <laughs> do you feel the the rush of fatherhood coming over you? I do. You know, fatherhood really changes a person. I feel yeah. uh really proud. I feel really uh just <laughs> golly, it's nice to look over and say like I did that, you know. Chat, um I I need chat. Jesus chat, Christ. Gee, what is that? God, oh, yeah. Riley. <gasps> I saw Andrew posted a picture of him with this fish tank and I shit you not. It's the happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> I showed it to my wife and she was like, oh, my God, look at him. <laughs> it's like it looked like the sh- the shade had lifted off of you. There was a light in your eyes and a warmth to your smile <laughs> that said all pain was gone. They cured your migraines. Forever. Look, look, I being a parent really does it, you know? It's all it's all bright and uphill. Um Yeah, we I got I, I, I put this fish tank together and it brings me a lot of joy. And uh I, I say it's a fish tank. It is a shrimp tank. It is a it is a it is a vase for aquatic plants that happens to feature some shrimp is more where this is that being said i love these shrimp more than anything in my life i would kill for them um if i had to choose between sam and the shrimp i would pick sam but i would think about it for a second (laughs) and so walk me through this thought process how do you end up with your fish tank with with this is this is andrew's fish this is andrew's shrimp roundup (laughs) how how do you end up with getting some shrimp what what spoke to you what connected with your heart that was that made you follow this path so when i I mean when i was a kid we had a fish tank growing up uh that my dad took pretty good care of and i i always liked it and and always wanted a fish tank but never felt Mm -hmm. like an apartment was the way to put a fish tank because like what how do i move a fish tank right like you you know how i'm not here forever so what the fuck i i can't I can't move you all because I feel like you will die. Right. It, yeah. Like, what do I do? I bag you and then I bag the water now that it's been specially prepped for a fit. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with that. So I, mm-hmm. I hadn't I, I I'd always had it in the back of my head that, like, it'd be cool to have a fish tank. And then I moved in here. And then one day I was like, I wonder if they got. Well, I, I noticed I got recommended, like, fish videos on YouTube. And then they were just like, here's fish tank videos on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I could do this. And then I, 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 for the longest time, I was like, I want to do like a, I want to do it right. I want to do a fish tank correctly. You know, I want to do, mm-hmm. I don't do anything like half-assed. I have to spend 8,000 hours researching before I'm just like, maybe I could get a single shrimp. Um, and by you researching, I mean, watching YouTube videos of people putting together <laughs> fish tanks. So let's not be too hasty. Um, but I, I I eventually found a video where a guy was putting together a 
basically a vase without no filter, no heater, just basically making an ecosystem inside of a large vase. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that I makes thought, sense. I got a leftover vase downstairs. This feels like a pretty small project compared to doing like a thirty-gallon tank, which is what <laughs> I, which is frankly what I want to do. Yeah, um, you, you're you're a research person, but you're also a go big person. This is these are yes. things I know about you. I may I may do it right, but my do it right is bidirectional. It is do uh-huh. it correctly, but it is also like do it the most. If you're gonna do the thing, fucking do the thing. You know, uh-huh, like uh-huh. don't. Um, and so I, I, I made this, I made this vase. I put in, um, some aquatic plants. I put, uh, in the middle, some like, uh, kind of a, uh, an aquatic bamboo. Um, I, I don't know. Most things in, in like the fish tank world are just like, here's the, like, here's what people call this thing. Uh, but then there's also the scientific name, right? I mean, that's just animals, Mm. but like, I find like I can go to the store and say like hi I would like a shrimp and they're not going to be like don't you mean an echocardia <laughs> like you know like it's not like that except yeah. for plants plants are all just like the scientific names and those names are long enough that my eyes kind of glaze over so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, off I, the top of my head what this is called it's just my plant it's the green thing in there that green the, fucker yeah but it's it's like a, I've got a, a dense growing Chinese bamboo is basically what it is um Sing. That grows aquatically, and so it's in the middle of the tank. I got some little guys around it uh, that are just little grasses, basically, that should branch out and make their own. Um, and then I put rocks in the tank for decor and for uh, they grow beneficial uh, bacteria on them eventually. And um, yeah, it's it's just a good thing for, for they like variety. You know what can I say? Yeah, wouldn't they like to mix it up? This makes sense. So um, so they're just like so. How is the how is the act of like. Eventually, you have to clean the tank, right? Or I guess it's like its own ecosystem. You don't. So this is the thing. This tank is uh, I have. So this tank started with three shrimp. Uh, I did have one of them jump out, and I've been oh. like very closely monitoring the situation ever since. And it seems <laughs> like there there are two reasons that shrimp jump out of tanks. One is that like they're just natural jumpers, so it's just a thing they do. And I I. I've been doing a 50% water change every day to kind of make sure that the water doesn't get any weird spikes to it in, okay. as they get incorporated into the water. Um, and I think that yesterday I just kind of filled it up a little too far, which I did kind of on purpose, just like, hey, let's fill it up. And then one jumped out. And I was like, hey, maybe that's why we leave a rim. Um, Can you get like a little hat on the fish tank? Like I know that like reptile tanks could, have like the... I, I, I can, I've got a little floating thing on top and this also isn't like, this is a leftover vase from flowers. So uh, I, so it, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I, I would have to build my own little, I, I could to, easily, I could easily take like window webbing. Yeah. Go to Home Depot, get some window screen, cut it into a circle and then like put that into like a large jar lid and seal down the top and just pop it on down. That's not very aesthetically pleasing. No, it isn't. But <laughs> Are you going to make it? Are you going to doll it up? Are you going to make it aesthetically pleasing? (laughs) I I already put, I have two floating things on top. I got floating plants, the shrimp love. Uh, But yeah, I've got, I got, so the the other reason the shrimp would jump out is that the, like the water conditions they find just intolerable. Mm -hmm. And the other two have not been having problems. I did the, like a, I, I've done, you know, half tank water changes every day since I established the tank, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, 
and they seem like they the other two seem like they're fine so i'm crossing my fingers on freak accident um because with shrimp it's like what do i like there's a little bit where it's like i, I don't know guys if you don't like the water that's really all you, i have like i have air <laughs> this is, this that's is your what other I option for you so i'm i'm just like doing my best um but it's been it's been it's been fun. I got two shrimps. I've got uh, the the two that are left are popcorn and jumbo, named because they're the littlest and biggest. Um, the other one I had was named Scampy because I needed something to name the middlest, and I didn't want to call it Travis. Um, and then I got I got uh, two snails. Uh, one's a, a zebra nerite. The other one's a tiger nerite. Uh, one's called Denden. The other one is called uh, uh, Specs. So. All right. What are the what is like the what is the lifespan of one of these little guys? What is the what is the size that they're going to get? Like, will you have to scale up at some point? So these are going to stay small. These are cherry shrimp, which uh, remain pretty fucking small all through their life. Um, This is it, it is a small tank and they are not these are not necessarily poised to grow uh mm-hmm. super super far i i picked these because they are very small animals dedicated to a to a nano tank is what they're like that's mm-hmm. their deal they're um, perfect for your va- for the vase setup they're exactly they're perfect for the vase and i and i'm i'm i am i have seen enough like um horror stories i'm not going to put just like oh here's my my vase with a bunch of pink rocks in the bottom where i put a, a goldfish that doesn't fit you know mm-hmm. um yeah you're making pick, sure it's properly sized and everything. Yeah, he's and, and like Riley, I've been buying, I've been buying fancy water to add, uh, to add uh, fancy chemicals to to make sure that the water conditions are correct for shrimp. Like, I'm not filling this out of the tap. They're getting primo water. Yeah, you, you're getting that that uh, that fancy alkaline stuff you download offline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I. I I'm doing the best I can. Fatherhood has changed me. It's made me a happier person. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it, Andrew. I'm glad you're you're working through everything. I'm glad I'm glad that everything's coming up roses. This is now a this is now a miniature aquarium podcast. It's just Andrew's fish corner every week. So we segued into this by asking, you know, we talking about food and halfway edible, Andrew. Um what what does what do you think your little guys taste like? I did feel really silly. I walked in the house yesterday carrying a, uh, I bought, I bought a new snail. And so I had in one hand, a bag with a snail in it. And the other one, a big, a big pot, uh, for boiling water. And I was like, boy, I really hope none of the neighbors see me right now. Cause I definitely look like I just went and bought some, uh, some pet snails to, to boil up. Just get some escargot, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad, Andrew. I'm glad. I'm glad everything's going well. I have another podcast suggestion for you. Yes, hit me, hit me. I don't want to eat my guys. This one is from Marn. It was uh, it was sent to me via Tumblr, uh, direct message. Which you can do. You can just message me on Tumblr podcast suggestions if you don't want to do hashtag the podcast minds. Dangerous precedent. Not even an Podca- Xbox, Riley. I have an Xbox. Okay. Uh, podcast minds 99. This is one of your combat podcasts. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Nintendo just kind of releases a bunch of 99 games, which is just like a normal game, but now it's a battle Royale. And 
My argument is this is what we did for episode 100. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we put a we we got a bunch of people together. We said, uh, take your best shot. And uh, none of them were as good as us. So we're still going. <laughs> but we I feel like we need to cut. We need to cut through them a little bit more. There needs to be more. It it it, it just went from two to ninety nine back to two again. We we need the full kind of filter through. I that's think. the thing. I think that uh, uh, two things. One, I don't think that the people realized that we were. um we we were Willy Wonkaing them. Uh, it was actually mm-hmm. a test to see who could take over our our podcast factory when we were gone, um, <laughs> and they all failed. All of them. All of them uh, stole the fizzy lifting juice, and by that I mean made bad podcasts. Uh, <laughs> now that I've lost our entire listener base, that was uh, really engaged and passionate. Um, uh, the other thing is that is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Is that a battle royale story? Who? Okay. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of is this an isekai? Is yeah. is 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 the chocolate factory? Is it a battle? Is, is it, it a, a Fortnite? Is it a Fortnite? Okay. Yes, it is. I think you're right. <laughs> I think where they're dropping boys is the Wonka factory. Everyone goes, where are we dropping? And but Charlie took the fizzy lifting juice. She jumps out of the battle bus and just floats up. <laughs> I just Andrew, I just got an all capital message that took me a beat to figure out. It says pudding is evil. And I was like, what? And then three eye emojis. P- pudding Vince pudding from One Piece? <laughs> uh, yeah, where'd you where are you getting these messages? R- Riley, I'm Mandy's trying to do watching my- One Piece right now. I'm sorry. I just had the notification come up that said pudding is evil. And I was like, oh, is she cooking? <laughs> Why is she making pudding? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Riley's One Piece Corner. Back to my important question yes. about, Char- about sorry, yes, Charlie, Charlie- Factory is a is a singles a singles only battle royale story. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of like, could your favorite character lift Mjolnir style things. I think could your favorite character make it through Wonka's factory? Could your favorite character make it through Wonka's factory? Riley, I want you to give me a story that the audience knows. Give me, give me, let's go here. Let's go Pokemon. Do you think Ash Ketchum would make it through Charlie's Chocolate Factory? No, no, too stupid. Absolutely too stupid. Too stupid. Absolutely. No, uh, in the same way that Luffy wouldn't make it through, Gon wouldn't make it through. They're too stupid. They would see one thing and 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 fail immediately. Because it's not asking you to be pure of heart. That's not what it wants necessarily. Mm-hmm. It wants it's it is it is looking for that driven person. It is looking for a person who has ambition, who has like the sense to be quiet, who has a interest to push forward. Like it ha- it is these specific things that your normal like fucking show because you know who would so- get through. Nico Robin would 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 get all the way through the chocolate factory. And yeah, be there's no there's no oompa loompa oompa de do. A she'd kill them. Nico Robin <laughs> has gone in the goo. Like there's no we're not getting one of those. Um, she is to- sensible, is direct. Would would know when to mind her fucking p's and q's. And there's would. Have that drive. There's also the question of do they understand market capitalism and are they willing to <laughs> engage in that environment? Would Walter White make it through the chocolate Ooh. factory? <laughs> in this world, is he just there with the rest of the kids? I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he goes in this in. world, is he Charlie's grandpa? 
<laughs> no, I think he goes in with the rest of the. It, he, no, he's. It's Aaron Paul and Walter White. They're the kid and the adult. <laughs> yo, Mr. White, I got the golden ticket. Mr. White, I got the golden ticket, yo. <laughs> Beat from Twooey? Is that you? <laughs> okay, hold on. Pause as we think. We have a group now. You need. We just did Milf Manor. The, the inversion is <laughs> child parent pairing to the Wonka factor. Through the Wonka factor. Yeah, I think that <laughs> this is the scratch. We did a moonshot direct yesterday where we told people that there's uh, four new interstitial things coming down the pipeline. Uh-huh. One of which is coming out soon, set on the Infinity Train. Two new interstitial things, two other things on the Riley Hopkins and the Amazing Friends theme. theme yes, theme. thank you for that. Thank you for that. That that correction. You're well, I guess now right. it's three interstitial things. <laughs> now it's three interstitial things. We're scratching all of the other ones that we said. It is time for us to figure out um, who's going to make it through the 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 Wonka thing. Because I think. Here's the thing. I do think that Walter White would get far, but I do think that his ambitions would get the better of him and he would uh, he would shoot himself in the foot somehow. He would threaten Wonka. And I don't think you can threaten Wonka. I think that is a thing where Wonka would also threaten back. He'd swing back. I but I mean, the thing is that Walter White overcomes those people swing back at him and he goes, oh, shucks. I can't believe I've been made to do this, even though it's the thing he's been wanting to do the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so we have Walter White. We have Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's getting out immediately. Jesse's He's, eating a bunch of shit that he shouldn't. Um, but I think that Walter makes a case that he should be able to continue even without his kid. He failed. I didn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Who else are we putting Jesse, in? Jesse ate the fizzy lifting juice and went into the fans. <laughs> but I didn't. I'm the one who stays on the ground. I'm the one who should inherit this chocolate factory. <laughs> I like I like this. I like this. Who's another parent child pairing or guardian child pairing? Seto and Mokuba Kaiba. Great. Yes, you are you're on it. You're on it, Andrew. <laughs> you're cooking with gas right uh, now. I should be running interstitial. Ooh boy. <laughs> Run this game. It's a dungeon crawler too. Like that's the thing. <laughs> it's like we have to build a whole dungeon crawling section of it. Yeah, Seto and Mokuvakaiba are definitely there. I think uh, Rory and Lorelai Gilmore are there. Perfect, perfect, Andrew. I think who else should go through the trials and tribulations of the Chocolate Factory? I do think actually we're we're pitching Mokuba's not an adult, but we are we are pitching uh, different fictional characters. I do think that we should crank up the danger levels just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales. Okay, that's good. That's good. They, they, I think, don't make it all the way through. But I think no, it's I don't it's think not, so either. They, they're kind of here on a whim, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that uh, that Peter messes things up for them, and uh, mm-hmm. Miles doesn't quite have the ego to go through without him. Lorelai, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. uh, Lorelai, and Roy, I think, make it terrifyingly far. <laughs> and I think Wonka has to has to twist the game so they don't make it through. <laughs> I need I'm trying to picture in my brain some other some other people in this age bracket. Some people I'm trying to feel like the uh the Dean and Jesse uh the Dean and Jess like pockets of people, you know what I mean? I'm not Ooh. taking from Gilmore Girls again, but uh I I want um I I want Dr. Venture to be there with Hank and Dean. <laughs> they both get to come. They both- 
I think so. I think they both get to come. I think I think that uh, I think that uh, he printed out fake uh, golden tickets. Mm-hmm. And the final one is Hugh and Jimmy Neutron. Oh, hey there, Jimbo. I think that I think this works. I think <laughs> I don't know who in this crew makes it. You heard it now- here first, folks. Interstitial season four. It's time to go to the chocolate factory. <laughs> Interstitial industry. <laughs> oompa loompa oompa tea dine. Time to find out why our hearts are intertwined. Oompa loompa oompa dee hi. I think it's time to ho. Hi ho. <laughs> <laughs> of all time this is champs in the making a pokemon bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the pokemon video game franchise put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is starmie gives me like organic free range gluten-free like fidget spinner energy swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands (laughs) i don't like weird ears face it's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. <laughs> I think Nido King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.